Welcome, everybody. That slab of music is brought to you by Kirk the Riffer Wells. He is the guitarist, the producer, and the mixing engineer of uh, that little piece of music. And we are the Blue Collar Philosophers. That is Devin. And that is Biker Mike. We are here to um, put some rhythm into your ears. We are going into your ear holes. Into your ear holes. Welcome, um, welcome us into your ear hole. Yes, this episode Both is brought to you by fucking us because because, <laughs> because we don't have sponsors. We don't have sponsors. <laughs> We're the least marketable podcast in existence. Yes, we talk about Jesus. We swear a blue streak. We talk about existential random shit nobody else gets. Yeah, it, the fact that you're listening and drink to this, the whole time, and we drink the whole time. We have not, have you, have we done this sober? Yes, we have. When did we do it sober? Uh, there was a couple of the other mini episodes that we did. I thought we were pretty ripped for those. I don't remember them. <laughs> I don't remember them sober. Sorry, that's, I shouldn't say I don't remember. I remember them. I just don't remember them sober. Uh, yes, no, we are very not marketable and we're awesome and you should share us with your friends. Not if, the ones you like. If you're part of any Baptist <laughs> uh, Facebook group pages, please share a podcast there uh, and just see how long it takes for you to get kicked off. <laughs> it could be a new game. Yeah. Play a new game of... It's the, uh, it's the, it's the BCP podcast <laughs> challenge. Play a new game of, are you even Christian? <laughs> are you a Christian? I think so. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't even like the phrase good Christian. It's like, oh, I'm a good Christian. I'm like, who says who? Yeah, but we can't say the other thing because that would be other podcast infringement. Oh yeah, that. I think they took. The, the not I think so they went too hard with that one. They were like, hey, any let's har- just be bad any, at being Christians. Are you kidding? Any harder than we're doing? Like, go no, on. Yes, no, no. They were going against the Bible at that point. I th- I think so far we've been pretty on point with what the Bible has to say. Where they were like, no, we're gonna like manipulate this into not faith. But I stopped listening a long time ago, so. Anyways, we're not promoting them because fuck those guys. Unless they're listening, in which case sponsor us. <laughs> Invite us on your show. <laughs> Invite us on your show and we can fight and, you know, whatever. You can fight with Mike. I'm, I have no dog in that fight. <sighs> I just, I can just, we can agree to disagree. At least I'm good with that. I, I'm very good at agreeing to disagree. Um, this right. is a mini episode. Yes, this is going to be another installment of the Sacred Slaughterhouse where oh. we take sacred cow and we kill it right in front of you so first before we get into that we're going to talk about the first sacred slaughterhouse all the way back in time to the time of moses and aaron and the jews as they left uh, yes, egypt egypt so, now i didn't know this because i completely forget they created a gold moses went up to the mountain mm-hmm. and uh he got the uh, the first set of tablets and then he, before the upgrade and <laughs> they came, had came back down they were having a pretty sick orgy uh and well, that's that's implied, sick <laughs> that's implied not explicitly said but they were having a good time but they were spending all this good time worshiping a golden calf that yes. they said was God. Which I get. I understand. Why not make something out of gold and say, hey, this is our God? Well, I mean, especially a cow. Especially a cow. I mean, Bo- well, I mean, that was that was yeah. what they grew up with in, in Egypt yeah. was idol worship. And they thought, oh, okay, our God is Yahweh. Why don't we have an idol for him? 
They weren't worshiping a false god with an idol. They made that idol to be Yahweh. Do you think that it's possible that that is a holdover as well for what the Indians are going through? Indians still worship cows? Oh, you mean like in India? India, not in... I don't think so. I think they have a divergent... Uh, religious path there. Okay. I just wasn't sure because there's, there's some kind of court, like a little bit of similarity there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Moses gets pretty pissed and kills a bunch of them. Again, super, why not? Super metal. <laughs> and <laughs> takes their golden calf and grinds it up into powder, puts it into, into cinnamon, liquid. Cinnamon flavored <laughs> liquid. Well, not cinnamon flavored, but puts <laughs> it into liquid and then makes them all drink it. And that was the invention of Goldschlager. If you've never had Goldschlager, count yourself fucking lucky. <laughs> so, ugh. I can go grab, I still have some because we haven't finished it because it's Goldschlager. So it is this I awful hate... cinnamon flavored liqueur that has flecked gold ground up in it and it tastes like... Fireball. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think like... Other other than food, what what uh, what does it embody? Uh, cinnamon gum, the uh, dentine cinnamon. What do they call it? Yeah, cinnamon that, fire or whatever. I I, when when I was drinking it, I was I was like, it's like you've distilled the essence of a Valley Girls bachelor party <laughs> into a drink, and then pissed which, in it and then gave it to somebody which is not that great unless they want to sponsor us, which in in which case is in which case, greatest go thing slugger. ever. Go slugger. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst and i'm pretty sure that it i'm pretty sure that that it's it's something people drink as as spiritual punishment for <laughs> idol worship Penance. so anyway since this is the sacred slaughterhouse we're taking another golden calf and making some fucking gold schlager out of it we're ma- oh wow Right back around. Right back good, around. Good job. All right. The one that we're going to be taking on today is Pascal's Wager. Now, the best way that I can describe it is a uh, lesser of two evils type of scenario where um, my faith in God or me believing in God is kind of out of the question. So, well, it's not out of my question. Is what I'm saying is um, worst case scenario. If I'm right and I believe in God and I go to heaven, great. And if I don't go to heaven or I don't go to anywhere, well, if there's nothing it's, at all. It's essentially, it's like you're betting your life on whether or not God exists or not. So yeah. let's say you are a godless heathen. Yes, I'll, I'll be the heathen in this. <laughs> and I am a pious Christian man who is evangelizing you. Ah, uh, yes. And so far you have uh, rebuffed. Every I'm, fact. Yeah, uh, all, all, all the arguments that I'm giving you for, for faith or why you should believe in Jesus, you've yeah. said, nah, that's not working for me. Or you mm-hmm. just said, yeah, whatever. And I finally get to a point where I'm like, okay, dude, consider this. God's not real. And if you, if, if you were to become a Christian and it turns out God's not real, what have you really lost? You've... Uh, lived a good life. You've lived a good life. You've uh, you've grew good morals. You taught your kid good things. You've sacrificed a couple of pleasures or you know hedonistic lifestyle, but you would have outgrown that anyway. So nothing to lose, right? But if God's real, then you have eternity. 
as opposed to that, if you don't believe in God, then nothing will happen anyway. But if God's real and you don't believe in him, then you have eternal hell. If So yeah. what's your bet? If you believe in an eternal damnation. Yeah, essentially. Which is a, again, is not in close. That's another one that we're going to tackle later. Hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you're you're betting you're you're betting with your life on what the stakes of eternity uh, of eternity is. Yes. The thing is, this works. Oh like, yeah. This uh, I this, know people. I know people that be, and, that became believers in God because of this very argument. Now they did not hear it as Pascal's wager. They did not have it. They didn't have it bestowed on them. So I know people that discovered it themselves. Like they were like yeah, just, just kind of sitting there. They're like, there. man, if I'm wrong, fuck. But if I'm right, that's fine. But the wrong outweighs the being right. Yeah. So so what's your problem what's, with it? What's yeah, ro- so what's, what's so wrong with Pascal's wager? What is your personal problem that you would rather see people burn in hell than accept Pascal's wager? It's a false premise. <laughs> and... <laughs> If if you're going to lean on that as your silver bullet for bringing people to Jesus, you're eventually going to find somebody who's going to take a couple seconds and think about it and be like, yeah, no, nah, I call bullshit on that. One, like you don't, you're not giving me nearly enough information. I don't have to. I just gave you Pascal's wager. That's all you need. <laughs> Sorry. Well, what God am I supposed to believe in? Is there any others that make mutually exclusive claims to being the right one, which one has the worst possible hell? Don't you need to ask ask that of yourself between your faith and Islam? Because I think I would be less likely to want to piss off Islam's God than Christianity's God. I think Jesus has more forgiveness in him than, than Allah does. I don't know, actually. I don't know the consequences. I just know that they go to some kind of... I know that the benefit is virgins. Which, who wants somebody that doesn't know what they're doing? Uh, or hope, hopefully are ladies. I don't know. <laughs> What's the, Okay, what is the ladies' benefit on... I'm sorry, but as a masculine... That's another discussion for another day. I'm not <laughs> tackling for a, it. One I for really want to now. So, in that way, you've got to ask a couple different questions. Like, I need more information before I'm, I'm able to place a wager on this because like, I've been around the block a couple times and I know... That there's more there's more games in town than just Christianity when it comes to what to choose to to no. to, to stake my life on, and like, not even to you, mention you ever, which you ever which that, branch of Christianity yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. There's there's <laughs> some branches of Christianity that butt heads on mutually exclusive grounds. Like, yeah, it gets to the point where it's not just believing in God, but do you need to be baptized a certain way? Do you have to, uh, like, say certain things? Do you need the like some sort of like fire spirit to indwell you and speak in tongues? Oh yeah, there's there's, there's a lot of like you Christians can't even agree on this sort of thing. Like, which one of you guys is gonna wind up in hell? And for those people out there that are like, no, well, I know because I'm in the right one. No, fuck you. Are you? Do you realize they've been arguing about this for thousands of years and you're so egocentric that you think that you figured it out? You really took apart the Bible in Greek, Latin, and every other language and you've got it figured out. No offense, but I, I'm more of a go with your conviction. Where do you feel called to be? 
and what good can you do there for that community? I'm, I'm a personal conviction guy. But do you really think you've got it all figured out? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I don't. I cho- I've chosen the church that I attend, not based on feeling, but more, or not, not based on their, their doctrine. I did, really, I, it's not doctrine that keeps me there. It's, yeah, so you're flying fast and loose on the whole <laughs> eternal stakes thing. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I uh, I have I struggle with eternity mostly because um, oh, it's a discussion for another yeah, well, day. I no, to... that, it, there's part of that that is a discussion for this. There's another question being like, okay, who's to say that hell is the eternal stake if God's real and I don't believe in Him? Because what if God is just really, really forgiving? Yeah. Or I don't need to do any of this. All I got to do is be a good person. What if I get to heaven and I'm able to have a conversation with him and be like, dude, you haven't provided sufficient evidence. Like you didn't show up, you know, on my doorstep and say like, Hey dude, uh, I'm here. I'm God. And look, (laughs) I'm that guy they keep talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Like all those bottles of water in the corner there, you see that stack of Nestle, you know, like boom, wine. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> that that would be appreciated at family would, dinner that, once in a while. That would be very appreciated. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, like, the question of, you know, God's existence is 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 one for a degree of debate. It takes mm-hmm. it takes some mental work and gym, not gymnastics, but it, it takes some some d- examining different rational arguments to really get to a point of being like okay, you know what, I think I think there's real validity in the whole divine being thing. Yeah. You know, and I think there is. I think I've got there on a degree of rational, rational thought, but other people are not convinced by it. And I can understand why. Oh, so yeah. maybe you get to heaven and you're like, seriously, God, like you really, you really kind of gave me the short end of the stick on the whole life thing and not really, you know, people can argue like, See, I, what for, evi- for what me, it takes need to be, but at that yeah, point, I, ta- I take that, that point, of, God you don't can... need faith. Like if it was easy, it wouldn't be faith. If it was just like, oh yeah, no, I had water turn into wine right in front of me. But the wager isn't about faith. It's about belief. I know. It's I know. It's about a degree of certainty, you know, that, uh, that you're accepting in a preposition. Mm-hmm. That's why I think on a lot of levels, Pascal wagers falls down. No, I think I'm not, the, I'm not the, arguing against evangelism or against belief in God. And that's no. not what I'm trying to do. But I want to say is that, you know, you could get to this point where like, I think God, I think God would have forgiveness for me if we're not hundred percent certainly believing in him. Yeah. Or you could say, you know, a lot of you Christians actually believe in universal salvation, that Christ's, uh, you know, salvation is for all, you know, maybe that's it. Do I have to believe in hell? Do I have to accept your prepositions and join your church in order for me to experience the universal grace of Jesus? Maybe not. Yeah. Or uh, you could say, like, may some of you Christians believe in annihilation. Like, you know, I think I'd be good. Are you with, talking about with... spiritual annihilation, where once you go to you go to hell for a certain amount of time? Or are you talking like, or what kind of annihilation are you um, speaking? I say annihil- just ultimately annihilated. Like, okay, if if you're one of the damned, you are snuffed out of existence, burnt yeah. up, and you're gone. Your existence is over. It's not your, eternal your soul, conscious Your soul torment. doesn't. Yeah, which is I don't like the idea of eternal conscious yeah. torment. <laughs> so. You know, like you could come at it that way. Well, I mean, a lot of Christians believe in annihilationism. So if that's the case, uh, 
then why do I why do I need to take your wager here either? Like, there's lots of different angles to take on this whole yeah wager. Yeah, and I think it fought. See, I never thought about it that way. Of the okay, let's go on the premise of there's annihilation. Like hell is momentary, or just it's is a disintegrating factor of when you die, your soul is burnt up as if there was nothing yeah. there. And at that point, you become a selfish being of I just want to live forever, which sounds like torment mm-hmm. in and of itself. You know, there's a Simpsons episode where. Uh, televangelist comes up to Bart. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, you know, you need to accept the Lord and you know as your as your personal savior, so you go to heaven when you die. And Bart goes, you know what, dude? I plan on kind of more or less doing whatever I want, and then recanting on my deathbed and going to heaven anyway. Because and then the televangelist comes back with, oh yeah, but what about sudden death? <laughs> like like an insurance salesman. Well, no, at this he, point. He, you know, he goes, well, well that's actually a pretty good plan. <laughs> He does, that's right. But, but that. you know, the sudden death thing, and then you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm wagering that I'm most likely going to die in a certain way that I will be able to expect. And I think, I that, think that's the, a fairer wager than. Yeah, I, th- I think I can bet on, I think I can bet on a degree of knowledge of when I'm going to pass. So I'll do it that way. Like yeah. that, that's, that's a wager right there. That is, that <laughs> is think. technically a wager. And, uh. You you could best play be right with that your lord. Too. You could best be right with the lord when speeding down the highway like a bat out of hell. Because I've been there too, allegedly. Yeah, you know, and and there's lots of theological arguments for these things. But again, we're just trying to get into why, as a evangelic evangelistic tool, there's lots. Like it's a it's it's like a colander. <laughs> so know? so it doesn't you, carry water. So you, I understand the rebuttal to Pascal's wager if in the annihilation arm I understand it in the uh, okay I'm going to choose the worst possible hell arm because at that point if if we're taking Pascal's wager at its face for what it is you're going to think of it logically and be like okay I'm going to choose the religion with the worst possible hell and the most positive good and, and probably easiest too because being a Christian isn't easy it really isn't. You sacrifice a lot of yourself or what you think is yourself and, and to do what But but really in this in this day and age in the country we live in, you know, it's it's not that it's not that bad. It's not like, except for getting I I am blown away I, I am continually blown away by how how our our culture looks at Christianity as such a, a bigoted, negative, like hateful religion and I'm like man I just don't see it man I might not agree with you we're gonna get you. to that in our next mini episode oh, are we gonna do that right after this because we got time so. okay yeah. it's it's in your mind it's in mine too but we gotta separate the very fact that that culturally is so against it yeah there is that now but but it's not that against it Christianity is still very much a part of a cultural zeitgeist yes, but there... it's not like becoming a Christian if you live in is in, in, in China, in China places like or that, in there. Iran where you could literally get your head cut off or your no. family disown you. No, we just can't <laughs> go to some restaurants if you don't get something. But that that even has nothing to do with oh, it. Oh, that's true. That like, is nothing to do with it. I just find that the like predominantly... The, no. Not even predominantly. No. There's lots of people that have no belief in God that are like, fuck vaccines, I'm not doing that. You yeah. Know, rah, rah, conspiracy theory, you know. Yes. Like that, that's not a Christian thing. There are lots of Christians that naturally have a bent against science. 
Yes, but for the wrong reasons. But that's most, the really frustrating part. Yeah, is the, but the most, mostly that's reasons. a political thing and has nothing to do with faith. Yeah. That has nothing to do with your faith as much as it does your political convictions. Well, I, I would almost I th- and I disagree. Think, I think your, politi- your, your faith influences a lot of your political convictions. Yes. But the fact is there are lots of God-fearing, good-hearted, like godly people that just don't have a problem with the vaccines or the mask or stuff like that. You but, see, I disagree with the political leanings because if if the Democrats actually cared about getting people vaccinated, but even that you're talking okay, in well, lines of Democrats and Republicans, I know, right? But but here, a, here, this here's is what a I'm political saying. delineation. I know, not a re- but you're not, not you're not letting one. me finish this. Okay, all right. So if the Democrats actually cared about science and actually cared about getting, or not even science, if they actually cared about the people getting the vaccines, they would come to them, the people who haven't gotten it yet, and be like, "This is Trump's vaccine." Trump made it. It was under the Trump government. You should you should get it because this is not our vaccine. This is Trump's vaccine, which would really abandon a lot of their base. And it would get a lot of people, I I, I would think, to either second guess themselves or maybe, maybe pull them out of their ideological bubble of, I, I have to disagree not, with you're everybody. You're not convincing me at all that this isn't just a political delineation. I, 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 I'm just saying that if they were being honest about the... I think we're getting off topic. We, yeah, we are. And you, oh, you, you owe us a bottle of whiskey because that's, you brought up COVID. You know what I'm saying. I think you brought it up. I, I might have brought it up. Oh, you 100% I totally did. did. I got to buy the next bottle of whiskey. All right. If you guys want to help me out buy a bottle of whiskey, please send money to uh, philosophers at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we were getting to the point of Pascal's wager where part of the wager is, what have you got to lose? Well- some people have a fucking lot to lose. In Do order. they? I'm sorry, but I'm like, man, people don't always live the best of lives. And I'm, I'm just saying because I'm a person who I'm living the life that I live in spite of the idea that heaven may not exist. I, I live in the light of maybe there is nothing after this, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and when I coming, say, coming from the club world that we do, coming from the club world that we do. Yeah. For somebody in certain organizations to sacrifice, like to, to basically say, you know what, I'm not down with this anymore. I am going to believe in Jesus Christ and I'm going to go that way and live that life. Mm-hmm. They give up everything. Yeah. Like leave their organization, have their bike taken, lose their friends, okay. their family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I hear you. I, I, I was waiting for the, <laughs> oh, where is this, where do you lose everything? But yes. No, there is, you live in a bubble. You live in a very comfy Christian bubble. Yeah. I live in a comfy Christian bubble. It's yeah. really easy to be Christians for us. Yeah. Really easy. And I think sometimes we see everybody else through the same thing. Like, dude, like, what's the problem? Yeah. For a lot of people, it there is a fucking lot you lose. Yeah. by that like you can lose family members like if, if you're you know, say like have a dad or a sister or brother who's devoutly atheistic like angrily so almost religiously yeah almost religiously but <laughs> you you could lose that relationship you could That's lose true. a husband or a wife even and at some point you if you if you convert in after you're already married that can make that can make some problems yeah if you convert from Islam and you live in the Middle East, 
Oh yeah, no, you got your life on the line. You got you're you're an apostate at that point. And you so, get you get stoned. And I'm not, and not saying the these are reasons stoned. not. I'm not saying these are reasons not to become a Christian because I am a Christian. I think that's the right path. But what I'm saying is Pascal's wager violates Rule Seven of Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life, which is pursue meaning, not expediency. Oh, do what is meaningful, not what is, yes. not what is and expedient. Pas- Pascal's wager is entirely an exercise I... in trying to do what is expedient, not what, is, what not what is meaningful. Because you're trying to convince somebody who finds no meaning in your arguments, no meaning in your God, okay. to do what is expedient by essentially betting on the end of his life for what may get him the most good. Instead of becoming a true, honest-to-God convert because of your love for God and your acceptance of the meaning... You're playing the fucking odds. Okay. You're living a lie. Yeah. All right. I, I, I got no rebuttal for that. And, and, okay, now, for this, I do have to do a kickback. Because okay. there are people out there who have found it, found their faith through Pascal's Wager. Mm-hmm. I'm going to urge you to <laughs> listen to what we're saying and please, understand please don't that. Be, please don't, please be don't become an apostate just because we debunked everything that you yeah. stood for. I want you I don't, to... I don't think anybody's going to be like, well, this is all bullshit now. I've been a Christian for 20 years based on this. Like, I no, have nobody's such doing that. a low mark on humanity that I don't expect anything well, less than people walking if, away from their faith. If they did a... for that, I, I, I... You were looking for an excuse. I would wager they were looking for an excuse. Yeah. But what I can see is somebody who came to the faith through this line of reasoning being, like, hurt <laughs> that yeah. we would attack something that God used to, oh, yeah. to bring them to faith. And I understand that. And I will say, this may sound callous, but if God brought you to him through... And uh, we do mean through a, through a false present a false premise. Well, then praise God, but it's still a false premise. Yeah, <laughs> like reassess. I'm, I but the thing is, some people they say this is the reason. That, like like the people who say, "Oh yeah, my I love my wife because of this, that, and the other." And then you challenge them on, "Okay, well, what if there's somebody more beautiful, more smart, and all this stuff?" And then you're like, "Would you leave your wife or her?" Well, that's not the reason you got with her. It's like no, you made a commitment. Now. You may be using Pascal's wager as your reasoning for becoming a Christian and not actually having thought of it this way or not having been challenged on this method. Because if we just demunk it and you're like, yeah, but I still believe, fear then of that f- may not have been your actual reason. So there's two parts. Fear part of, of hell one. does bring people to a, a, to a faith. Yes. It does. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't keep people there. No. Like that. that is like you know uh you know it's like a quick shot of caffeine and sugar mixed together like it it may give you a shot of energy but it won't take you the distance like yeah. eventually the fear of hell has to give away over hope of heaven yeah it has to give away of love and relationship with with god and if you don't have that all you're doing is being a christian out of fear you're like, not living, man. You're not like, living. And to be, honest, so to be much. honest, most of the people that I know that live in that that mode are really awful people to be around. Yeah. Holy shit. Is there some serious negativity <laughs> and, yeah. and issues there? Because everything's about either being super neurotic about how much you're sinning 
or being super neurotic about how much other people are sinning or super judgmental because everything is colored through the lens of, yeah, but you're going to go to hell. Yeah. yeah. Hell, hell everywhere. Hell everywhere. Satan's under every stone and hell is around the corner. Yeah, and that's, you know, I got, I, I got no time to be around folks like that. Yeah, I'm like, no, dude, you're living for the wrong. If you're living every moment of your life out of fear, you are missing out on so much life. Like, I, I, I try to live my life as if I'm going to die tomorrow. I'm not saying I'm living in the moment, every single moment of my life. I'm, I'm living a good and honest life that if I died tomorrow, I would hope I have no regrets other than I didn't live to see my daughter or walk my daughters down the aisle or be with my son in his moment of, of holding my first grandchild or whatever it is. Like, those things I can't, I can't control. Oh, so, but kind of... I don't want to live this kind of feared of every single, mo- like, I could go to hell, so I have to be good. That terrifies me. Living as if... I'm terrified of hell the whole time is no way to live. Huh. Is that I'm sorry. There's, there's some, I, I forget exactly what it is. He said, but something in there sparked a bit of a diversion train of thought for me that kind of cuts against my point. Uh, is, is it YOLO? <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe there is an instance where Pascal's wager holds a bit more water. Okay. Is this becoming a full episode unintentionally? <laughs> Maybe unintentionally. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll just keep going. Okay, so if you're if you're already like right there and you have a real desire to believe in God, if you okay. have an attraction to Christ or And you just need a, a, a reason. And you yeah, and you and you just need a reason to get your ass off the bench and down on your knees <laughs> to talk to talk to your to to your savior maybe maybe at that point somebody's saying like you're already there what have you got to lose to take okay. the, to take the step and go experience what the faith is like and and if it doesn't work for you then no harm no foul like just take the leap okay so this has been an odd sacred slaughterhouse fuck fuck <laughs> It's not, I wouldn't give it a golden calf. I'd give it a, 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 a bronze kitten. <laughs> a bronze kitten. Oh, I, I still think that there, we, I, the, we, we, made, f- we made some hamburger out of it, but maybe there's a bit of steak in there. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just Oh, man, this is weird. All right, cool. And this is in the moment, guys. We did not, you guys know we didn't plan any of this. No, we came to shoot the sucker in the head. And no, we, 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 we. We mercy killed it, but at the same time, I don't know. We got something out of it. I know, there's, there's something there. There's something there. Not much, but for somebody in that boat. Oh, fuck yeah. That carries water. Dude. All right, let me check the time really quick. 31. Oh, still. Still fits the mini episode. It still fits the mini episode. All right, so with that, we got to end it. And Are we done? Well, let's do, we're going to do outro music. Hit. Our fucking music. Not yet. God bless. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you